Hey guys, what's going on? My name is Darius Velasquez. I am your host of The Melancholy Condition. This is a little personal message from me. I wanted to say thank you to every single one of my listeners. If you are listening to this while you're driving to work, while you're driving to school, if you're at home or if you're sharing it with your partner or your best friend, it means the world to me that you deem my voice and the guests that I bring on to this podcast as valuable as you're deeming them. It really does. I see the views going up and in slightly increasing every single episode that I put out, and it pushes me to keep putting out this podcast. I never know what the information that's held on this podcast, how it benefits people, but you know, as long as you guys are listening and as long as you guys are benefiting from it, that's all that it matters to me. So I wanted to give you a huge shout out and say thank you for supporting this podcast by listening. You can always follow the podcast for any news and updates on Instagram at the Melancholy Condition podcast or on Facebook. There's a Facebook page that is just the Melancholy Condition. If you want to continue to support this podcast even more, here's some things that I have in mind. Eventually, I want to start doing giveaways. I want to start giving away merch, Melancholy Condition shirts, hats, and things of that sort, as well as cash giveaways. If you want $25 cash app, all you have to do is follow me on social media. And here soon, I'm going to be giving out some money just because I feel thankful for everybody that stays on. And if you want to help me continue to do that, if you go to anchor.fm forward slash melancholy condition, there's a button halfway down the page that says support this podcast. This gives you the option to support it with a dollar a month. $5 a month, $10 a month, it's completely up to you. And like I said, what this does is it enables me to give back to the supporters. And that could be you one day. So if this is something that you want to do, just go to anchor.fm forward slash melancholy condition. Click support this podcast and we can get this ball rolling. Once again, thank you guys so much for being here and making it all this way. Here's an ad. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen? How do I make money from podcasts? The answer to every single one of these questions is pretty simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. And that means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. The reason why I love Anchor is just because it's easy. It's simple. It's on my phone. I don't use any exterior hardware. I don't got to do anything really, but just pick up my phone, open the Anchor app, press record, invite my guests, and boom, you have the melancholy condition. So if you want to start your podcast, do so today. Go to anchor.fm. Five, four, three, two, and we are live. Welcome, everybody, back to The Melancholy Condition. My name is Darius Velasquez. I am with Amy Eddie Gross. Is that correct? Correct. Awesome. Amy, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Amy Eddie Gross, and I am an author. I write for a blog called Finding the Light. I also am assistant director to the National Youth Internet Safety and Cyberbullying Task Force. I am working on a memoir. I'm in the editing stages on how I was bullied in school and found the love and acceptance at the family garage. 
And and what exactly is the family garage for those? We had we had a family garage that worked on semis, trucks, and cars in uh, Ripley, New York, and. I used to go to work with my dad, and we had coffee break every day at the family garage. Okay, okay. So it was an actual family garage. I don't know if it was like an organization. No, it's an actual garage. It was an actual garage. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. So take me a little bit down your journey. Where did uh what where did everything begin, and how did you get through it? Um, I. Started getting bullied in first grade when they, they discovered I had a learning disability. A teacher called me a retard in front of my classmates, and that followed mm-hmm. me throughout school. Um, mm-hmm. The bullying constant put down from teachers and classmates slowly led me into mental illness throughout my school years. Uh, the only time I could escape the bullying is <coughs> when I went to the family garage and played with my cousins and went to work with my dad at the family garage. Uh, mm. the, the mental illness got worse uh, as I grew up, and um, my uncle was killed by a truck driver, and then my cousin was killed my senior year in a drinking and driving accident which uh, led me for, to the worst part of my mental illness. Mm-hmm. And which would that be? I became suicidal. I was self-injuring. Uh, I um, couldn't sleep. I couldn't keep food down. I was uh, very sick. Okay. Okay. Now give me one second, Amy. It seems like we were having a little bit of a connection issue. Okay. Go ahead and talk a little bit more for me because it was starting to cut out. It may have been just my side of it. Okay. Uh, in the family garage, I found I spent time with my uh, cousins. We played and had adventures. Um, and then I went to work with my dad and learned about different things about the working on cars and vehicles at the family garage Um, and that the garage kept me from falling all the way to my mental illness the garage was sold when I was in ninth grade and after that my mental illness continually got worse Mm -hmm. well what are some of the things that you did kind of pulled you away from you know, getting things to the detrimental level? Well, I decided that um, I was hospitalized years later after college, uh, after being in an abusive relationship. And in the hospital, I decided that I didn't want to live my life like this. And I was willing to fight whatever it took to get better. I decided I started going to therapy. I started taking medications. I started uh, journaling about my mental, uh, my feelings, and my therapist also used my journaling to help me. Uh, she had me write positive things of each day, which was very hard. I had to change my way of thinking uh, to a more positive way instead of a negative. 
which was very difficult because for all my life, I had thought negatively and changing to a positive was difficult. Yeah. So what in, in those moments of, you know, really buckling down and being forced to find something positive and, you know, the darkest of days and the days that were the hardest to get through, what were some of the things that you could find that you could be, you know, grateful for, have gratitude towards? Well, I started out small, just being happy that the sun was out, being happy that I had a home, that my parents were very understanding and very supportive. Uh, Not too many people with mental illness have supportive parents, but my parents were very supportive, were at my side the whole time. I had to be thankful for the small things uh, around me, Uh, even though my life seemed hopeless and and uh, depressing, I had to look at the good things, that I had a home, I had loving parents, It was, a be- and I had to look at the beautiful days when the sun came out. I had to be ha- thankful that I was working, and I could still work with a mental illness, and I was still able to go to college and get my degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, being positive about small things and slowly the the small things became bigger things. And so on a day-to-day basis, like from now, what are some of the things that help you get through um, some of your bad days? I have a very loving husband. Uh, he's there for me whenever I need it. I have mm-hmm. a, I have a big support group. My parents are very supportive. I have a friend, um, Cheryl in uh, New York State and another friend Jane who we uh, call date night and we watch a TV show together by video chatting with each other and I always able to turn to them for support whenever I need it I just and uh, being able to keep positive I still continually to journal po- uh, journal the positive things in my life and journal about my feelings my husband reminds me when I'm being negative and uh, being Mm -hmm. able to have people to turn to is very important when you have mental illness absolutely absolutely you know having that good support group really is the foundation of you know for a lot of people at least you know being able to get through those dark moments and being able to you know make it to see another day because a lot of people especially dealing with mental illness I think especially in like younger people um, or even in adults, you know, uh, we tend to feel alone because it's not necessarily something that's easy to tell your family. It's not something that's easy to tell your friends because maybe they just, they'll say that you're being dramatic. You're, you know, you're overanalyzing things and you're just looking for attention, which isn't the case. You know, a lot of the times you, you really need somebody that's going to be a strong support system that's going to help you, you know, pull yourself out of these situations. That is true. So, looking back and, you know, uh, the things that you started doing after school, after your degree, um, the things that you're involved in with now, uh, where, where do you find the uh, sense, a biggest sense of gratitude with the things that you've accomplished? 
Well, I find a lot of gratitude. I'm a, a cashier. Um, when I graduated from college, my plan was to go on to a four-year college, but with my learning disability and mental illness, I was unable to do that. And many people with mental illness have find it a hard time to keep a hard to keep a job. I'm very mm -hmm. grateful that I've had my job for almost 25 years. I'm able wow. to have a nice, healthy, loving marriage. I'm able to write my memoir. It took me a while to write. And um, I mean, for a while, while I was suffering with mental illness, I gave up on my writing. Uh, with the support of my husband, continuously encouraged me. I continued to write. And to be able to be a part of the National Youth Internet Safety and Cyberbullying Task Force has been an honor to be able to reach out and help other people who have been bullied and may go down the same road as I have. I, even though I didn't go on to a four-year college, I think I am very successful. And I have been in recovery for several years, which I'm very grateful for. And mm -hmm. I was able to overcome self-injuring, which I'm very grateful for. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's good. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that. You know, it takes a lot to be able to get out of those habits of, you know, hurting yourself and feeling like that that's the appropriate reaction to feeling some kind of uh, trauma or feeling going through painful experiences. Yeah. Um, that was one of the biggest things for me, especially in school, you know, realizing and seeing everybody that had maybe like some scars um, visible cuts that you could see that you could tell were definitely for mental harm. It was something that always sat very unwell with me because you couldn't really go up and be like, hey, why are you doing that? You know what I mean? Yes. And it was kind of like you can't really necessarily approach people and, you know, really talk about those kind of things. Or at least I couldn't. I didn't have the, the will just yet to be able to talk. <clears throat> But I'm definitely glad that you're able to get out of it. Uh, tell me a little bit about, you know, the Cyberbullying Task Force. How is that going for you? At the Cyberbullying Task Force, with this virus going on, everything is on hold right now. But I have uh, helped them set up events. I have uh, um, write a blog for them also and about bullying and different other subjects. I also write uh, inspirational quotes for some of their Facebook pages. And okay. uh, I received a Saving Lives Award from them uh, last year for my work as an anti-bullying uh, anti advocate. Mm -hmm. uh, the task force works to help people with bullying online, offline. They deal with mental illness in teens. Uh, sexual abuse and all kinds of uh, different subjects. They set up events. The speaker, Alex Kravik, does uh, speaking in schools. And he uh, talks about to schools about the different aspects of how bullying is harmful to people and how and uh, works to try to stop bullying in school. What are some of the things that, um, <clears throat> I mean, have you done any speaking events yourself? Yes, uh, last year I gave a speech when I received my Saving Lives Award about how I was bullied in school. And uh, 
and how I rose above it. And then um, I also gave a speech at a disability seminar on how to find recovery from mental illness. Okay, nice, nice. Um, how, given your past and the things that you have been through, how did it feel being able to step on stage and actually have your voice heard by the people that you were able to get in front of? It was really an honor and it was really exciting to be able to tell my story and to know that my story can help others. Mm -hmm. I want people to know that um, you can reach recovery from mental illness. You can rise above bullying and you can uh, live a successful life. Um, success isn't always meaning making lots of money, but just being able to conquer mental illness, to rise above bullying, that is success. And I was very excited to be able to share that story and to tell my story with others and hopefully help others. Yeah. Good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that you are able to get past, you know, I'm, I'm sure, especially in those dark moments of your past, it didn't, you may have not thought that you were going to do these things that you're doing now. You may not thought that there was a hope for a better tomorrow, but you know, we look at you now, you've, you've done your speaking seminars, you're writing a memoir, you're helping people get past those, um, crucial moments you know that are definitely character building yes so tell me a little bit about your memoir how's that going um my memoir i finished writing it um right now editing and rewriting parts to get it ready for publication i start from starting in first grade i talk about how i was uh bullied in school and how i go through how it slowly um, leads to mental illness and how having family and support helps you during those times of bullying. Mm -hmm. I, I talk, I go into my thought process, what it's really like to be in the shoes of somebody that's been bullied. I also go in, uh, show the into a, my imagination. I used to use my imagination to escape bullying. And I think that's what helped set me up as a writer was I was able, I had a vivid imagination. I created worlds in my mind to disappear from what was going on in school. And then eventually I was able to put those down on paper. And I talk mm. about that in my memoir. Nice, nice. That's really good. When is, um, what is your anticipated date to get your memoir out? Well, I hope to have it out before the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Do you have a goal month that you're shooting for? My goal is to have it out by December. Okay, nice, nice. Well, that's good. What kind of advice could you give anybody that's listening that has gone through some type of bullying um, through school that... Um, needs like some uh, some guidance uh, to how they can get through it to how they can get past the things that were told to them and how to get over the fact that the, those things aren't what makes them uh, bullying is a is a form of abuse i believe and if you are being bullied 
Don't hold your feelings in. Don't keep it to yourself. Tell somebody. Talk to somebody, a school a teacher, a principal, your family. Tell somebody that you're being bullied. And know that you are not what they say you uh, put you down as. You are somebody special. No matter what your differences are, you're somebody special. And you don't deserve to be put down. And you don't deserve to be treated the way that they are treating you. Ask for help. And I suggest even counseling if you're going through bullying. Being able to talk to a counselor and have somebody help you change the way you're thinking. Um, when I was being bullied, I started to believe what they said about me. When they called me a retard, I started to believe I was stupid. And that's wrong. Don't believe what they're telling you. You are a special person. You are a unique individual. And you don't deserve to be bullied. Ask for help. Good, good. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Amy. Um, is there any other closing notes that you may want to add in there? Any advice that you can give anybody? Um, or just anything that you want to tell the listeners before we close out? Well, I would like um, to tell people that even though you've been bullied or suffering from mental illness, it's possible to rise above bullying. It's possible to reach recovery from mental illness, uh, even though you might find it very hard to think positive or get past your mental illness. It is possible. It, it, doesn't, it isn't just medication that makes you better. It is hard work. You have to put all of you into fighting to get better. You have to do whatever it takes for yourself, not for anybody else, but you to get past mental illness. You have to work hard. And even if your therapist, you don't agree with what they say, or the therapist doesn't seem to be right for you, find one that is right for you. Don't just quit therapy just because you don't like your therapist. There, sometimes you have to see different therapists till you find one that works for you. But don't give up the fight. You can get better. You can rise above bullying. You can beat mental illness. And I talk awesome. about uh, many of my fight with mental illness in my blog, Finding the Light, which you can find on uh, at, at Amy Eddie Gross. WordPress.com. And for those listening, it is A I M E E E D D Y G R O S S dot WordPress.com. Awesome, Amy. Well, hey, I appreciate you so much for coming on here and sharing your story. I hope the listeners were able to find. It's the motivation and the words that you spoke and some clarity on, you know, bullying and realizing, you know, everybody can get through it as much as hard as it is to see those better days. And as hard as it is, as hard as it is to, you know, get through being constantly put down and, you know, being wore down on your mental, there is always a better day and there's a brighter future and there's a better tomorrow so true awesome well thank you so much amy you have a thank great you. day all right everybody thank you for listening put your head on my shoulder.